This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 89 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Back on Track, with the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products and Equestrian Collections. Chris Stafford in Lexington, Kentucky, and this week we're going to play the second round of our Ressage Radio Show quiz. And this time we've got Catherine Adat from Vector in Germany with a listener from Stockbridge, Massachusetts. That's Liz Call. They are going to be pairing up to team against the defenders. That's Heather Blitz in Wellington, Florida, and Debbie McNally. Hi, how are you? Uh, good. Are you there, Heather? I'm there. Are you ready to defend your honor this week? Yeah, my best shot. <laughs> well, you do have a good reputation here on the show. We had a lot of fun last time, but uh, you're going to take on a good friend of yours out now, Heather. And I guess it's like any competition. You know, there's there's on the field of play and off the field of play, right? But this is a good friend of yours. Catherine, uh, w- Catherine Haddad, of course, a previous co-host on the show, too. Welcome back, Catherine. Thank you, Chris. It's nice to be back. Now, uh, do you feel you can take on these two with your partner, Liz Call? Of course, Liz has been on the show before. Uh, Liz, welcome back. Thank you. I'm thrilled again to be here. And uh, I know that you are a faithful listener of the show. Did you tell us last time that you had not missed one episode? No, and I even listened to um, Heather's last episode. So congratulations on the um, CDI scores. Those were fantastic. Oh, thank you very much. I'm still sort of on cloud nine about that. Well done, Heather. Well done. I saw the test on video. You did a super job. Oh, thanks. I can't wait to go do it again. It was so much fun. (laughs) Well, we do, because you guys have had things happening since you were last on the show, we do have some theme music for you uh, to play you into the show, Catherine. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I thought that was appropriate uh, for you. Congratulations on being married, Catherine. Thanks very much. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> well, Heather, of, co- of course, you know, has a, a, quite a reputation of her own. Of course, she did very, very well last weekend. But, you know, she's known for celebrating when she wins. And, and we all know what she celebrates with, don't we, Catherine? Oh, of course we do. Wasting away again in Margarita. That I thought would be appropriate, Heather. There's no better nectar in the world. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to get started here with round one. We uh, have got uh, quite a fun show for you this week. And uh, and I know that Heather always gets into the spirit of this. And and since you're a good friend of hers, Catherine, we know you must have a good sense of humor, too. I want to give it my best shot. <laughs> All right. I've been living in Germany a long time. I don't know, Chris. That sense of humor thing's a little bit dicey. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get started here with round one. If you're all ready, gloves are off, guys. 
Okay. All right. Well, the first question goes to uh, actually the defending champions, uh, Heather and uh, Debbie down there in Florida. Who are the 2008 Olympic Games team medalists? Who are the team medalists? You mean what team got the medals? That that would be right, Heather. <laughs> See how smart I am? You Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, I, of course, have to allow my partner to try to answer before, you know, I just monopolize all the information. So. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie, you want to help her out here? Uh, 2008 Olympics. That would have been where? Was, that wasn't... Uh, that was in Hong Kong. Hong Kong? Yep. Oh, that's coaching. That's coaching. <laughs> <laughs> and for um, the nation, was, was it Germany? Was the Olympic? Oh, was it the gold medal? Is that what you're? Yeah, that was the gold medal. Who were the other medalists? The Netherlands. Wasn't it Holland next? Holland. Correct. And. Spain? No. No? Um, what kind of... Oh, Heather, you should know this. Come on. What, what, it wasn't the UK, was it? It's embarrassing that I don't know that. <laughs> it, 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 it is embarrassing you don't know that. <laughs> it, it actually is particularly embarrassing that you don't know that, Heather. <laughs> Okay, no more coaching. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't us because we were fourth, right? Right. Yeah, we were fourth. It wasn't. It wasn't Denmark, was it? Correct. <laughs> well, I, I hope I get coached coach that much on the next question. <laughs> Be really nice to Chris, Catherine. Just like I guess so. <laughs> I sent a gift package your way this week. Did I tell you that? Oh, you no, you didn't, Catherine. It's not here yet, though. <laughs> very, very large gift basket. Oh, well, that makes all the difference in the world, then. Your, your question's easy. Who, yeah, are the in, who are the individual 2008 Olympic gold medalists? Olympic oh. medalists, Olympic Games. Liz, do you want to answer that first? <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, but okay, but do, do you mean for the Grand Prix or the or for the Grand Prix special or the Grand Prix freestyle? Freestyle, please. Freestyle. Okay, well that makes it easier. Um, I don't have a clue. Would did Isabel win? No. No. Wait, was that the one when Satchmo reared? Yes. And then Anki. Was there, right? Yes. Um, I bet she won. She did. All right. So you know, you're just... Um, I'm, I'm working on the other two right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anki, Isabel, and... Stefan didn't get it, did he? I believe he was third. You want to go with that? 
Oh, the sucking. You, really, you know, you guys are being really quiet, Chris. Oh, I know. There's a <laughs> no, we're, not getting, we're not getting any coaching. We're not no, getting I know coaching. you were doing so well. I didn't want to interrupt your flow there. You were doing great. Um, you did well. You've got the gold medalist and the silver medalist. And yeah. for, for a full point, you could get the bronze medalist as well. Okay, so it wasn't Stefan. I'm trying to think if... Um Oh, crikey. I should know this one. Okay, I wasn't at the event. Uh, wait one second. I have to, do I have to give it to the other side? No, you don't wait. have to give it to the other side. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Give a, um, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Um, Heike. Um, uh, Correct. Heike Hi- camera, that's right. All right, who was she riding? Yeah. She was riding uh, Bonaparte. Paper. Yeah, Correct. <laughs> All right, back to you, Heather and uh, Debbie down there in Florida. Who is the sire of Jarek Parsifal? I'm sorry, who? The sire of Jarek Parsifal. Adeline Cornellinson's horse, Parsifal. He's a Dutch horse, right? I never see, I know he's on the Dutch team, but is he a Dutch horse? I don't even know. I've never even oh, I know. I know. I'm, answer, I'm asking the questions, Heather. I know you too well. You're a smart one. I don't I don't even know. I don't think I've ever I've ever known that. It's not like I Oh I know. Oh I know. Oh I know the mare sire too. Oh Hey, you go girl. Wow. I'm impressed. Okay, Debbie and Lizzie, one last chance. Do I have to give it to the other team? I don't know. I'm useless on this one. Are you going to have a guess? Mm, that would be... I don't know. I, I mean, I have no clue. All right, I'm going to have to give it to uh, Catherine. She's sitting there waiting, frothing at the mouth. Who is it, Catherine? Jazz. Correct. Step back on that one, girl. Correct. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, um, this one I think should be easy for you then, Catherine. Another Dutch rider is also competing on a son of jazz in the World Cup qualifiers. And which partnership is that? Hans-Peter Minderhood and Nadine. Ooh, how about that? All right, back to Catherine. Uh, uh, sorry, to Heather now. Heather, um, who's the sire of Varum Nicht? Oh, well, maybe it would be Vulcan Camps. Not enough too young. Not too old, too young. Varum um, Nicht is... Um, Debbie, can you help her out here? I hate to yeah. see her struggling like this. <laughs> You so sorry for me. I don't know you. I don't know either. No? Uh-uh. Very, very famous, sire. I said Meyer, but it's a total guess. Oh, oh, Heather. That was a lucky right guess, girl. on the money there, Heather. Slightly educated guess. Slightly educated. Very good guess. All right. One more for Catherine now. Which venues, uh, Catherine and Liz, I should say, because Liz is, listens to every show, so she's probably going to help you out here too, Catherine. Which venues are part of the 2011 Exquis World Dressage Masters Series? 
Which venues are, are included 2011? Yes. How many do you need? All of them? <laughs> Just give me what you got, Catherine. Okay, well, go ahead, Liz. If you, if you know some of these, you start, and I'll fill in the blanks. Wait, what's, what's the question again? Which venues are part of the 2011 Exquis World Dressage Masters Series? So there's the one in Florida now in March, right? Yes. Um, okay, I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the only one you know? Um, if you know others. Okay, well, there's also Fontaine Bleu in, um, in France. There's Cannes in France, there's Munich in Germany, and there's Hickstead in Great Britain. And I don't, I need a minute to think if there's another one. Way to get my back, Catherine. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, World Dressage Masters, those are all five stars. You, you named Florida. Oh, I guess Falsterbo in uh, Sweden. Oh. Correct, that's good enough. That's it, huh? Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. Well done. Well, we're going to take a short break, and we, when we come back, we're going to see if uh, Heather and Debbie can catch up now after the lead that Catherine and Liz have got in uh, this round on the Dressage Radio Show, so don't go away. Listeners have been asking why back-on-track products work, and what is the science behind them? Well, they have evolved from a combination of ancient Chinese wisdom and modern science, as well as skilled textile production. This result is a polyester polypropylene fabric with a ceramic powder that's melted into the fabric's very own weave. The ceramic particles reflect body heat as an infrared wave, a form of energy with a highly documented pain-relieving effect. This reflected heat helps to ease inflammation, reduce muscle pain, and increase blood circulation. Back on Track products can be used to warm up your horse's muscles before exercise, thus reducing the risk of strains or injury. Most importantly, the product's dual capacity to prevent injury as well as ease and expedite the recovery of already present injuries is what makes Back on Track products so unique. I hope that helps as to why their products are so effective. Visit them at BackOnTrackProducts.com. That's BackOnTrackProducts.com. Well, I'm back now with uh, Heather Blitz and Debbie McNally down in Florida and Catherine Adat in Vector, Germany, playing with her partner, Liz Call from Stockbridge, Massachusetts, in this round of the Dressage Radio Show's quiz. And we're moving on now to some uh, some more dressage questions. And uh, since the score currently is two to Heather and four to Catherine and Liz, um, I think you've got some catching up to do here, Heather. Are you ready? I don't know. Give me something easy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What do Maximilian Weyroth, and I'll spell that for you, W-E-Y-R-O-T-H-E-R, Weyroth, and Gustav Steinbrecht have in common? Maximilian Weyroth and Gustav Steinbrecht. Um, They're both Europeans. I don't know. I don't even know who they are. (laughs) I give you. Can you, you know, spell Veyroth again? Veyroth is W E Y R R O T H R O T. Yes, H E R. R O T A T R. H E R. H E R. Yeah. W E Y R O T H E R. 
Ah, Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Gustav Steinbrecht. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. do they have in common, Heather? Come on. Th- now, you only have to think about your previous quiz shows here, and I've asked a similar question in the past. They both really like horses a whole lot. And, <laughs> <laughs> and they're breeders? Are they breeders? No. No, they're Europeans, absolutely. Well, so I got that part right. It's a half a point there. You got half a point. Yeah, we'll give you half a point for that. And they are event organizers. No, they're not. Uh, They are dressage masters. (laughs) All right. So uh, I can give you half a point because at least you got that they were European. Well, uh, <laughs> well, the question for you then, Catherine and Liz, is what did uh, Maximilian Weyrotter have in common with his brother, father, and grandfather? It has to do with the Spanish writing school. Um, I think they were Obermeister there. They were, which would mean they were. Um, what would how do you translate that to English? Um, chief, they were the top riders at the Spanish chief, Riding School. Chief riders, you're absolutely yeah. correct. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Heather and uh, Catherine, you've got to catch up. Uh, I mean, Debbie, you've got to catch up in a little bit here. Um, though I've got an, a very simple one for you to, to help you. Since you didn't know who Steinbrecht was, um, I'll go easy on you. Uh, bring you a little bit more nearer to your l- life, uh, life ex- uh, memory, should I say, within your... No, well, not quite within your... Um, your uh, I'm, what I'm trying to say here, not your lifetime. <laughs> but uh, this rider you all know, Reiner Klimke, who won the Olympic individual and team gold in 1984 in Los Angeles and team gold in 1988 in Seoul. What was the horse he was riding, Heather and Debbie? Thank you, Chris. That's one I actually know. Ah. <laughs> okay. Go for it. It's Alaric, of course. Congratulations. Absolutely. I don't think you wrote Alaric in Korea. Uh, that's what I have. That's, yeah? That's what I have. That's what I, I thought you wrote, wrote Samsung, Samsung Pascal in Korea. Well, if you come back and prove me wrong, you know, I will take that point away. But uh, that's, that was according to my research, okay, you, you're, you're probably right. You probably know much but, more about that era than I do. <laughs> well, are you implying that I'm older than you, Catherine? No, I'm just <laughs> saying that I'm not really good at history. Because <laughs> you're not older than me. I'm not? Mm-mm. Oh, right. Well, I'm pretty sure not. Are we going to talk about our ages on the radio show? No, but we'll talk about it after the radio show. Okay, <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. All right. The Akaltiki is a Russian sport horse breed known for its stamina that is best suited to which disciplines, Catherine and Liz? Do you know this, Liz? Uh, I know that they have that really shiny color that coat um and they're kind of arabian-ish so i would guess um endurance mm, i don't how many, think that's yes that, that's, yeah, that is correct there are, two, there are two disciplines that they're particularly good for endurance is one of them and the other one would be eventing i think 
She said they were fast. Eventing or dressage. Well, what kind? Is that your final answer, Catherine? Olympic events, FEI events? No, no, I'm not going to give you any more because I think you were so close there, Liz. So close. Well, if it's endurance, let's see. And then I said speed, so how about racing? Yes, you got it. There you go. Well done, Liz. Well, well done. Well done, indeed. Well, I'm in awe of you, so. <laughs> All right, we've got one more question for Heather before we take another break. Heather and um, to Debbie, of course, there. Which breeds were used to create the American Saddlebred, which is used as a three- and five-gated riding horse and for fine harness racing? Hmm, Saddlebred, that's a good question. Um, well, probably going to have some Arabian in them. And some thoroughbred, and maybe some something like Hackney or something with a really high step kind of gated. It has to be like. Keep going. Um, You've got your thoroughbreds. What? You've got thoroughbreds, right? Can you help her out here, Debbie? We have. You're making the saddle bread, so was or the standard bread. The saddle bread. Saddlebred. So we got Arabian, Hackney, Thoroughbred. That's what it would seem like to me. You're half you're halfway there. So, and I, you've got the, I think you've got the general idea. So I think I'm going to be really generous to you here because it is actually Thoroughbreds with Morgans, the cross paces with Morgans and Thoroughbreds. So uh, I'm going to give you that one. All right. Well done. All right, let's take another short break, and when we come back, we'll tussle it out in the next round here of the Dressage Radio Show Quiz. For over a year now, we've been telling you about all the cool things happening at Equestrian Collections and the variety and selection of products they have at fantastic prices. But today, we want to talk to you a little bit about their social networking and what a community they have built on Facebook. If you go to Facebook and search for Equestrian Collections, you're going to find that over 20,000 fans are now following Equestrian Collections on Facebook. And, And the reason is they have a dynamic community built over there. You know, on uh, most store sites, most company sites on Facebook will just promote product and things like that. That's not what happens on Equestrian Collections. Yeah, there's a little bit of that, but mostly it's the community sharing pictures, talking about stories, asking questions of each other. It's an active, vibrant community, like a little forum right there on Facebook. Search for Equestrian Collections on Facebook or stop over to EquestrianCollections.com for all of your horse and rider needs. All right, I'm back with the Heather Blitz and Debbie McNally, and the representatives on the team from Florida. We maybe should have a team name for you guys down there. If depends if you go on to the next round, maybe we should have team names for you. And in the blue corner, we've got Catherine Adat all the way over there in Vector, Germany, with Liz Call from Stockbridge, Massachusetts. And right now, the score, as I have it, without any bribes involved, I haven't received the gift basket yet from Catherine, so, but she's already in the lead. She's got six points there. And uh, Debbie and Heather have got just four and a half. So four and a half going into a bit of catching up to do there, Heather. Yeah, normally a point and a half. All right, okay. They're nudging at our heels. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Heather, one for you then. What is the first vertebrae of the horse's neck called? I think that's supposed to be ours, isn't it? 
Didn't Heather just answer one? Um, yes, they yes they wow. did. Yes, they did. Actually, you're you're right. Well, well, I'll, your question then, Catherine. Let's go back to Catherine and uh, Liz. Your question. I'm glad you're keeping a track of me, Catherine. Here. Yeah, I'm. I'm right. I'm. I'm, I'm on top of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All thoroughbreds can trace their ancestry back to which three foundation sires that were bred to English mares in the 17th and 18th century. Say that one more time. All thoroughbreds can trace their ancestry back to which three foundation sires that were bred to English mares in the 17th and 18th century? (sighs) There are are three foundation sires. There were three. Really, really, really famous. One was an Arabian. Yeah, weren't they all like something bar? Like, Um, I think one was the Darley Arabian, wasn't it? Correct. Um, let's see the Darling Arabian, like um, barley. The Farley Arabian is one of them. That I know that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Darling. Then there was yeah, the one begins with a B. You're right. You're right, Liz. It does. Ah, yes, that's the um, and it's like. Darley, barley. It's a barb. It was a barb. Um, I used to know this when I was a kid. The, I used to know this when I was a kid, too, but I know it was a barb horse, and I'm trying to remember the name. Well, you're still so young, Catherine. You know, you're not far off from that. You know, the, you met them. The, you know. or curly or, let's see. Is Godolphin one? Correct. Godolphin is one. I think you. I think you know them. Between you, you do know them. It's just digging a little bit deeper in the Godolphin. memory banks. And it's like something, the barley turk, something like that. Correct. You're absolutely correct. Well I, done. I Very good. <laughs> I have to give you that. The three were barley turk, Godolphin Arabian, and the Dali Arabian. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Seven points there to Catherine and Liz, and uh, Catherine's keeping me on track here. I'm going back to. Debbie and Heather, now for your question. What is the first vertebrae of the horse's neck called? Well, I'm pretty sure I know, but, you know, my education was going on 20 years ago, so I'm, I'm maybe a little sketchy, but I think it's the, either the axis or the atlas. I mean, if you're not, yeah, yep. I think so. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> that would do it, Heather. Well done. It is the atlas. I'll tell my dad that my college education was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to uh, Catherine and uh, and Liz here <clears throat> on the horse's anatomy. There are five main ligaments in the lower fore limb. Can you name them? Five ligaments in the lower fore limb? Yes, there are five main ligaments and there are three tendons. Can you name any or all of them? Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) My husband's going to be so embarrassed. Um, The first one was, what did you say? Suspensory ligament. Right, the suspensory ligament. That's one. Um, There's a deep flap. Oh, yeah, 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 that's... You go ahead. You name all the ones you know, and then I'll try to fill in. Well, do we have to get the tendons or just the ligaments? Both, as many as you can. (laughs) The, the bowed tendon. No, no <laughs> right. <laughs> there are check ligaments. Did we mention those? Uh, no, you didn't. No. You've got the, yep, the inferior check oh. ligament. Okay. 
The suspensory right. ligament. Okay, we said suspensory, we said check ligaments. Um, there's the, God, I'm thinking of all of them um, in German. The annual, annular ring ligament. I don't know the name of that direct translation. Uh, mm. Can you name any other tendons? Annular ring ligament. Um, um, well, the tendons, um, deep flexor tendon. Deep flexor tendon, deep digital flexor tendon, in fact, yeah. Right, we, we named that one, we named the suspensory ligament. The, the suspensory ligament has two branches to it, um, but I don't know if you would include those as separate, separate ligaments. Yeah, you do. There's an you do. Uh, okay. Yeah, you do. There's, well, there's two it's branches a, to that. Extensor branch, yep. Mm, trying to think of all the things that my horses have, have injured over the, year, <laughs> uh, over the years. Um, um, I'm trying to remember you my were close. You got, you got I need one. to get my husband on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say, do you friend? want to find a friend? Yes. <laughs> Sensory ligament. Um, okay, there's collateral ligaments. Oh, what do you call those in English? You're not allowed um, to swear on the radio, Catherine. I've got to tell you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been caught. I think you just call them the lateral ligaments. But no, we call them collateral in English, don't we? Well, you've actually got half of these. So, you know, I think we have to give you, have you give you at least half a point here. Okay, well, uh, I think we can, we I'm pretty sure we can get more. A suspense ligament. Um, and then you have the uh, superficial flexor tendon. Yep. Yep. Um, and then check ligament. We said yep. that one, right? Yes, you did. We did say check ligaments, yes. But there's also a ligament that supports the sesamoid bones. Um, That's the annular ligament. We got that one, right? You, well, I said annular ligament, I'm not sure about the annular terminology, um, but, I, but I'll give it to you because it is a sesamoidean. It's the superficial distal sesamoidean ligament. Okay. <laughs> All right. We, and we mentioned the, colla the collateral ligaments. Yeah, I think we're going to give you a point here. You've you, you've done very very well. I'll I'll read them all off to you because uh, that's definitely okay. definitely worth a point. Okay. Inferior check ligament, proximal suspensory ligament, suspensory ligament, superficial distal sesamoidean ligament, extensor branch of suspensory ligament, and then the three tendons are extensor tendon, superficial digital flexor tendon, and deep digital flexor tendon. So okay. I, I I definitely have to give you that. All right. Thank you. We got a little leeway there, Liz. That was uh, nice. Yeah, that was, that was nice. <laughs> all right. Well, hard. Back to, well, you see, it's a test of all-round horsemanship. Not We know you know your dressage. You've proved that. And uh, <clears throat> I think what, what we like to know is how much you know about general horse knowledge. And, uh, yeah, no, so, very fun. Yeah, so we like this show to be both entertaining and educational. So we're going to come back and see what Heather and Debbie can do with this one. Your, your veterinary question, girls, is if you can name the six bones below the knee. Oh. Well, I think I can do that. You want to try it, Debbie? <clears throat> no, I'll let you start. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going for six. 
Yes, go for six, Heather. See what you can do. Well, we start with a coffin bone. Yeah. And the big bone, the um, uh, the low pastern bone. The low pastern is that what you call it? Yeah. Or the distal pastern. I don't know what those two pastern bones are called. And then the two sesamoids, and then the um, would be a metacarpal. Right, so the cannon bones got to be metacarpal, and then the two splint bones. Do I have to be more scientific than that? No, I think that's that's good enough, Heather. Um, to be to be absolutely accurate, um, you've got the cannon, the long past, and the short past, and the coffin navicular, and of course that one bit, little one behind the fetlock, the proximal sesamoid bone. So we'd have to give you that. All right. Well, one 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 more question each in this round, and uh, it's another um, um, veterinary question for you, uh, Catherine and Liz. Oh, no. And uh, no. it's a multi it's it's a multi choice one, so it's an easy one. Um, and you'll forgive the pronunciation here, so I'll spell it to you. It's allelomimetic. It's a double l e l o m i m. E-T-I-C, and it's a term used to describe which behavior in horses. Is it weaving and wind-sucking simultaneously? Is it imitating the actions of another horse? Or is it displaying a fear of anything reflective? Shall I read those again? Yeah, read that again. Okay, it's allelomimetic. It's a term used to describe which behavior in horses. Number one, weaving and wind-sucking simultaneously. Number two, imitating the actions of another horse. Or number three, displaying a fear of anything reflective. What was the second cool. one? Imitating the actions of another horse. I think that's it. Um, wait a second. Let me think about this. So, yes, I would agree with that. Is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is imitating the actions of another horse. All right, well, back to Debbie and Heather here with uh, not a veterinary question, but a nice one for that I'm sure you'll remember from your childhood. I'm sure you all read Misty of Chincoteague by Marguerite Henry, published in 1947. Didn't you all read that? Yeah, I read it. Of course you did. Well, you'll all know that Assateague Island has an annual roundup at the end of July where the ponies swim to the mainland to be auctioned, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've got a multiple choice here, Heather and uh, Debbie, on this question, where the proceeds of the auction actually go to. Go? Do they go to A, the farmers who who care for them on the island, or B, the Assateague Pony Fund, or C, the local fire department? C. Fire department. You think it's the fire department, Debbie? It's definitely the fire department. It, it is? Okay. Uh, I'm going with my heart. <laughs> You're going to go with that. <laughs> I'm going to go with that one. Final answer? Yes. Final answer. It is. All right. Well, we're going to take another short break here. When we come back, we're going to see how much these guys know about uh, other guests here that come onto the Dressage Radio Show. So don't go away. Hi everyone, Glenn the Geek here. Kentucky Performance Products has become a favorite of many listeners of the Horse Radio Network. 
They have a product that we want you to consider called Contribute. Take a listen to episode 14 of the Tech and Habit Radio Show, and you will hear a complete discussion on this product with Delia from Kentucky Performance Products. Contribute is the omega-3 fatty acid supplement that is so important to your horse's well-being. Contribute helps maintain soundness and longevity by protecting joints from damaging inflammation and sustains a strong immune response in horses of all ages. Learn all about omega-3 and 6 fatty acids and why they are so important by listening in at TackAndHabit.com, episode 14, or go to KPPUSA.com for more information. That's KPPUSA.com. Well, I'm back uh, with the final round now of the Dressage Radio Show Quiz with Heather Blitz teaming up with Debbie McNally down there in Florida. And she's playing against, of course, the defending champions, the previous winner when they won against uh, uh, um, uh, Mary, wasn't it? Mary Lartson you played against with her partner up there in Brittany Lincoln up in uh, Massachusetts. So they've come back to defend their honour against Catherine Adat and Liz Call. So uh, on to the next round here. But before we do, we should tell everybody where we stand right now. We've got Heather and Debbie on uh, seven and a half points, and uh, we've got Catherine and Liz on eight points. So really, really close going into this uh, this last round. All right, are you uh, are you ready there, Debbie and Heather? I think you um, need to give the next question to us. <laughs> you try to give them more points, aren't you? <laughs> oh, actually, I'm sorry. You're right, Catherine. You're right. You're right again. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're keeping an eye on me. <laughs> All right, Catherine and uh, Liz, let's see if you've got the answer to this one. I know you're uh, regular listeners to the show, uh, particularly Liz. So Liz will be able to help you out here, Catherine. Hans Peter Minderhood was a recent guest on the show and told us that there is something he would like to do if he was not a dressage rider. What was it? Open a sushi restaurant. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Excellent, Liz. (laughs) All right, one more point. Um, Okay, coming back to to, um, Heather and Debbie here. Debbie McDonald was joined by another top U.S. trainer recently on the show to discuss whether young riders specialize too early. Who was the other guest? Brendan Gray. Correct. That was easy. That was easy. All right, well, back to uh, back to Catherine and Liz then. Mary Lauritsen, of course, another co-host on the show here, has another successful career outside of dressage. What is it? Modeling. Yes, absolutely. All right, well, back to uh, Debbie, Debbie and Heather. This is going through quickly. I think you guys are neck and neck now, just all the way here to the finishing line. Another co-host on the show, Australian Brett Parbury, did several competitive sports before concentrating on dressage. In a recent episode, I teased him that one of the sports helped him with his shoulder in and half pass. Which sport was I referring to? He was a rainer, I think, or uh, was he? Uh, it was something western. I'll give you a tip here. It was not an not a horse sport. Oh, it was not a horse sport. No. Hmm. I'm useless on this one. You didn't hear the episode, did you, Heather? So we I can't, didn't. We can't quiz you on that, Debbie. Any any ideas? Can. 
I start naming football. Was it football or no, volleyball? Very close with the football. Very close. Millions. Maybe it was rugby. What's that? Maybe it was Australian rule football. Is that your final answer? Well, it's a guess. I think I just heard it from Debbie. Soccer? No, you were very close. You were very close. Can we steal it? Catherine and Liz are waiting in the wings. They know it. Liz, you know it, don't you? I do. I, well, give them one more chance. Can you, can you tell me? It wasn't football. I know. Right. Heather said it, right? You did? Rugby? You, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, back to Catherine and uh, to Liz and see if you can pick up another point here. Regular listeners of, the, of my shows will know that I'm a big sports fan, and there is one in particular at which England has recently done well in and prompted me to tease my Australian guests about it, and it's also one that I broke my nose playing in a team with. What sport was it? Whoa. Uh, well, is it tennis or cricket? And you're for cricket. I don't know. And Whoops, that, Catherine? I, I, you broke your nose playing in the sport. I did. Well, I don't think you can do that in cricket, can you? Well, not unless you're... Yes, you can. Not unless you do something really... Yes, yeah, I think you can. It is cricket. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that cricket ball is very, very hard. All right. All right. Um, and, of course, England played Australia in the Test Series recently, and we beat them, so I always give my Australian guests a hard time about it. All right, moving on to uh, Heather and Debbie now. Well, next question for you. There are three applications currently for the role of chef to keep and coach of the U.S. eventing team. All of them have been guests on the eventing radio show. Who are they? I can name two. Oh, it's not for me, though. You, you, you want the coaches for the eventing team? The, yes. There, there are applications currently in that I'm aware of uh, at this time, and and three of they, they're all guests on the show. Um, so they're probably. I mean, they're going to have to be people who aren't competing on the team. So that would not be O'Connor's out. Are you sure? Um, no, I'm not sure. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that the average person might think that, but I don't. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. So David O'Connor for sure. Correct. He's one. Okay. And Debbie, you've got to get the other one. <laughs> uh, Mark Phillips? No, he's actually just retiring. He will retire after the London Olympics. So there were three, currently three other applications. One involves two people. There are two single applications. One was David O'Connor, and then there's another one. And then the third one is of two people, a team application. Do you know them, Catherine? Yeah, I do. You do? You know them all, huh? All right. Well, we'll give them another chance here. Final chance for Debbie and Heather to name those other applicants. I don't know. I haven't listened to the eventing radio show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I don't think. Uh, you, well, we'll give you. We'll give you half a point only because you did get David O'Connor. 
but we Karen O'Connor. David and Karen O'Connor and No, it's not 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 uh, not Karen, just yeah. David. Just David. Mhm. Mm oh, we're going to have to give it to the other side. Catherine and Liz, you're sitting there waiting. You know, don't who you who it is. Yeah. Go Jimmy ahead. Wofford. Jimmy Wofford. Correct. And um Philip Dutton and Costello as a pair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're going to give you a, a full point for that, Catherine, because you did know all oh, of them. Wow. But but we but we're going to be fair to Heather and uh, to Debbie because they did know uh, at least one applicant. <laughs> all right. We're coming back to Liz and Catherine now. Your question. I'm going to be hosting a new show on the network shortly, which I've been promoting recently on this show and all the shows. What will the name of it be? Um, Liz, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know that one. <laughs> it hasn't started yet? No. Horses in the morning? No, that... No. Um, I don't know if I know it. Heck and have it's already up, right? Yes. No, we just want, we just want the one that I've been promoting. It hasn't started yet. We'll start shortly in the next uh, few weeks going to start in the next few weeks. So it's not one of the three disciplines. Nope. Um, uh, I don't... No? I don't think I know you know. It. I'm going to toss it to the other side. Debbie and Heather, do you know what it is? It's, it's got to be the Paragon radio show. It's what? It's got to be the Paragon radio show. <laughs> <laughs> is it the Living Legends? <laughs> it, yes, you're close enough. It is actually Equestrian Legends. Oh, All right. Well, to um, Heather and De De um, Debbie, you're going to have to pick this one up. This is easy for you, for the regular listeners. You have to name all the current shows on the Horse Radio Network. Okay, well, Jumping Radio Show, Eventing Radio Show. Um, you had the WEG one. Is that one still a show? No. That one was just for the wig. Yes. And Horses in the Morning. Yes. Yeah. Versailles Radio Show. Um, jumping, Eventing, Horses in the Morning, Versailles. How many are there? There are, well, am I going to tell you how many there are? There are. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I know a couple more. All right, they, they've got a they've got a chance to fill in the other two gaps here. Um, well, what else? You don't have a reigning radio show, do you? We have a Western radio show. The Western one. Yeah, so we'll give you that because that was Western. Mm, then. If you weren't still waiting for more answers, I would think that was all, but you're still waiting for more. I <laughs> <laughs> Can you get there are three more you have not mentioned have not mentioned. You've got the eventing radio show, the dressage radio show, the jumping radio show, the western radio show, horses in the morning, and three more. Um Able Scoop, is that Yes. Yep. Two uh, more. Debbie, come on. <laughs> I can see them, but... Hmm. I don't know. This oh, is hurting my... Killing me. 
You know, right. the, the opposite team, they know the other two. They will listen to them all, don't you, Liz? No, I only listen to uh, no? I know what they are. <laughs> hey, do you know what they are? Okay. <laughs> all right, go, well, you've got over, over half of them, so I, I can give you three quarters of a point there. Um, the other two that you're missing are Tack and Habit and Horse Tip Daily. So uh, I'm, I, would, I would give you enough for that. I would, I would give you, I give you another point. I'm being generous today, um, so I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask the other team now, Catherine and uh, Liz here. One of those shows, you've heard them all there. One of those is live. Which is it? Good lord. Uh, horses in the morning. Correct. Well done, Liz. That was cool. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, finally, we've got some questions about our uh, Grand Prix riders here, our two co-hosts here on the show. And the first uh, round is uh, is to um, um, Heather. Heather and uh, Debbie, it's your turn, isn't it? Am I keeping up keeping up score? Yep, right? you're correct. Good. Thank you, Catherine. All right. The question for you, Debbie and Heather, is about Catherine. One of which of these is true? It's multiple choice. Catherine was a a 4-H cutting champion at the age of 14, a rodeo queen, or C, a reigning freestyle champion at Ithaca Professional Radio- Rodeo? Well, I don't know this about you, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have well, to talk. <laughs> Definitely, you need to explain this one away, Catherine. I do. <laughs> well, I, I would, I wouldn't think cutting. Um, seems like rodeo queen might be up her alley. Ah, is that your final answer? Yeah. I have to give you that. She was a rodeo queen. All right, well done. Well, that takes the score up to, let me see, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 and a half for, for Heather and Debbie. And Catherine and Liz, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Gosh, very close here. Very close indeed. All right, you ready, Catherine and Liz, for your question about Heather? We are. You are ready? Let's see how well you know each other. What would be Heather's dream vacation? Is it an African safari, cattle wrangling in Argentina, or a visit to the Galapagos Island. Whoa. Say those one more time. African safari. Mm-hmm. B, cattle wrangling in Argentina. Or C, Galapagos Island. I'm going to say C. But Liz, you can change that if you want to, if you know something well, I, don't. I don't. think it's the middle one and I don't I know she really um, is a very talented photographer but you could do that in either A or C and Chris is being really quiet which <laughs> probably me. means the safari then I know, she, coaches, she coaches the other team but she doesn't <laughs> coach us <laughs> Well, you guys, you know, you're doing so well. You're in the lead right now. You really need any encouragement from me. Barely. We're, we got a half a point on them. <laughs> you have half a point. Come on. See, I know I know Heather's 
significant other really well. And he's, he's kind of an off-the-track guy, which is, I mean, everybody wants to do an African safari, right? That would be too normal for Rob. Yeah, so go with your gut. I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to go to the islands. Congratulations. Absolutely right. All right. Well, back to Heather and to Debbie. Your next question about Catherine. She was which of which of these? A, a field major of a drum corps band in a high school, um, a swimming champion in junior high, or she broke her nose. uh, Sorry, her thumb. (laughs) Thinking about my cricket now. Broke her thumb playing lacrosse. Which of those things is true? Which of those is a true statement? She was a field major of a drum corps band in high school. She was a swimming champion in junior high, or broke her nose, uh, broke her thumb playing lacrosse. Um, I can totally picture the field major for some reason, um, but it would be a guess. It would be just me. Good enough. Well done, Heather. Well done. That brings you up to 13 and a half, and they're on 14. Gosh, it's neck and neck now. All right, back to Catherine and to Liz for your question about Heather. And this is a college question. What was her favorite subject in college? Was it classical music, animal anatomy, or Renaissance art? Oh, I would, it would have to be. Oh, it's either classical music or animal anatomy. That's what I was thinking too. She, um, I know I'm going to say anatomy. The piano and does she play piano? Mm-hmm. Piano and the violin. Mm-hmm. But she gave them both up. She doesn't play them anymore. Uh huh. That was on the show. Okay. Go with you guys. Favorite, well, favorite subject in which part of school? University in or, college. or in college? In college. <sighs> in college. I don't know. Let's go with Adam. You were right last time. Well, no, wait a minute. If she's, I don't know what she studied in college. That's the problem. Um, well, she was a genius well, in college. We never <laughs> talked about that stuff. <laughs> we're talking about important stuff. Um, <laughs> Wasn't it some kind of animal science though? That she studied in college? I don't know. I have an idea. seems like she knows those anatomy questions pretty damn well. Yeah, she does know the anatomy pretty well, yeah. Okay, let's go with anatomy. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. All right, well, back to to, um, Heather and Debbie. Are you ready for your comeback question? Ready as we're going to be. All right. Well, Catherine was which of these in... uh, um, Was she a member of the College Show Jumping Club and holds the record for consecutive championship titles? Was she novice uh, eventing champion? Or was she three-time winner of the best turnout in Pony Club camp? Hmm. Say that again. A member of College Show Jumping Club and she holds the record for consecutive championship titles. She was a novice eventing champion. Or was she three-time winner of the best turned out in Pony Club camp? I think it has to be C. Well, I don't remember that she has been a show jumper, but I can really imagine her making her, in Pony Club, making her pony look the best mm-hmm. of anybody's. Imagine it being C. It's going to be C. Are you sure? Is that your final answer? You don't want to find a friend? 
Do you want a lifeline, Heather? You sure? <laughs> I don't have any friends. So no. Alright, alright. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Oh, I know. Very close. She was novice and training level eventing champion in Michigan. Oh. oh, indeed it is. Well, back to you, Catherine and Liz. See what you know about uh, Catherine, if it, about Heather's uh, tastes in food. You should know this, Catherine. This is an easy one. What is Heather's favorite cuisine? Is it Mexican, Italian, or Scandinavian? Oh, it's got to be Mexican. Does anyone like Scandinavian food? No, no. No, and I know she's not a big fan of pasta. She's 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 I'm big on sorry. protein. So. I'm sorry. Didn't you hear the buzzer? That is, you should have heard the buzzer there. I'm afraid you, your answer is wrong. Well, you're quick, you're quick with the buzzer on this team, man. Well, you were so quick on your answer. You said, "Oh, it has to be Mexican." Well, I was discussing it. <laughs> You are still in the lead, Catherine. That's all right. Competitive as ever. All right. The, the score still remains 13 and a half for Heather and Debbie and 15 for Catherine and Liz. So uh, one more question each, and we're going to uh, see who can actually make it right here at the final post. One for you, Heather and, uh, and Debbie, about Catherine. Um, there was uh, another multiple choice question for you here. Was she A, a cheerleader in high school, B, played the piano and sang in the school opera, or C, did a parachute jump for a local charity while in college? Mm. Oh. We haven't spent nearly enough time together, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, Heather. I wish you were still here in Europe with me. Well, all we talk about is horses. I don't talk about jumping out of airplanes with you. <laughs> true. That's true. All right. Those choices are A, was she a cheerleader in high school, played the piano and sang in the school opera, or did a parachute jump for a local charity while in college? Debbie, can you help Heather out here? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't imagine you cheerleading. I really don't think you're a cheerleader. So I'm going to cancel that one out. And I could imagine you jumping out of an airplane. So I'm just going to go for that. And I kind of hope that's the answer because that's really cool. Which one? <laughs> jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> I say C2. I'm no. sorry, Heather. No, you should have gone with the one you'd least expected, and that was uh, that Catherine was a cheerleader in high school. Oh, well, hey. Can you imagine? No, you're cute enough. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I think I would picture. I don't know why. All I'm right, a hardcore cheerleader, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We have one final question then to round off this week's quiz show, and that goes to Catherine and Liz. And this is about Heather's mother. She has a license to do which of the following? Is it carry a concealed weapon, fly a commercial aircraft, or practice osteopathy? I bet it's carry concealed. Mm. No, I don't think so. No? No. What was the last one? Practice osteopathy. I think she's a pilot. That was the middle one, right? B. Is that your? I, point? I, I do think I know. I know that she. she I, I was thinking she drove race cars, but I think she's. I think she's a pilot. I think. Yeah. I know. Wait, maybe she's also a nurse, though. 
Yeah, but the CEO, I mean, that's just like MD. I I mean, it's just... A a DO? Okay. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing as an MD, so we'd probably know that if that was true. I think everyone in the United States except me has a license to carry concealed. No, they don't. I do. Uh, I I do, but they don't. I think she's a pilot. Final answer? I I know she does something extraordinary for a woman, and I think she's a pilot. Okay, and your right. got to give that to you. That rounds it up at 16 points to the uh, team there of Catherine Haddad and Liz Cole beating out Heather and uh, Debbie there by just, well, two and a half points. They're 13 and a half to Heather and Debbie at 16. Well, congratulations to all of you. And the, the final word. The winner takes it all. <laughs> the loser standing small. Well, I want to thank you all for playing, and I want to remind you that uh, we are officially congratulating Catherine Haddad for getting married. Um, well, she, but, well, since you were last on the show, you went off and, uh, and got married, so I've got one final thought for you, Catherine, before you leave. It's too late to turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in. And, uh, and, of course, not forgetting that since uh, you were on the show with, uh, with of course, uh, Heather was on the show last week and she's been doing quite a bit of celebrating. And I think she's still, I think this would be appropriate for her. I'm on top of the world, down on creation. Don't you think that fits you, Heather, right now? No, I'm going to be singing that all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, my thanks to all of you for being such great sports. And, you know, this this uh, Dressage Radio Show quiz will go on to the next round. We'll find another co-host and a listener that will take on Catherine Haddad and Liz Call. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, Catherine, you and I need to have a conversation offline, I believe. Okay, we can do that. All right. Well, thanks again for joining us here, and uh, good luck out there in competition. Thank you to our very loyal listeners, of course, uh, Debbie McNally and Liz Call, who can be relied upon for all the questions relating to the Horse Radio Network shows, and uh, they will, of course, be back. Um, Liz will be back with Catherine, and we'll let you know when we schedule that. Again, thanks to all of you for listening around the world. We appreciate your support of the show, and we appreciate our riders for being such good sports here. Thank you again for listening. 